welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to Wine Road Podcast. Today, we're a little bit different. We're still sheltering in place, and this is recording live, but from Beth's house and my house <laughs> in this episode 106. That's it, 106. Of Wine Road. Yeah, I'm The excited. wine went in, what are we doing here of the Northern Sonoma <laughs> County? <laughs> That's it. What are we doing? I've been doing woodworking and... <laughs> yeah, all our little projects. All our little projects. You built that cool flower box. I know. Very impressive. People were impressed. I got skills. People don't know this, but DJ Bethy Beth is a woman of many talents. <laughs> I got skills. Many. I can do wood carving. So uh, the highlight of recording at home later in the day is that it's like legitimately we can be enjoying our wine. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel just a tad, you know, like at 10 in the morning cracking open a cab, but, you know, a little rosé, you know, it's May, we're ready. Cheers, it's May, rosé all, all day, rosé all May. That exactly. is our mantra of the month. Exactly. Rosé all May. So uh, what are we cracking open here, Miss Marcy? We are cracking open the Pedroncelli Dry Rosé of Zinfandel. <laughs> That's awesome. I have to admit, I have quite a bit of that in my house. This is a beautiful wine. You know, one thing is, people will be able to check out the Along the Wine Road blog and see, I do the varietal of the month spotlights, and this month for May, it's Rosé. And I wrote about this wine. You know what's amazing about them? They've made over 60 vintages of rosé. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing pedigree. I call it the pedigree of rosé for them. Well, yeah. They just have um, dialed it in. They know what they're doing. <laughs> this wine is so beautiful. It's dry. It's fruity. It's delightful. It's just got that little through line of strawberry and watermelon. Um you cannot go wrong with this. I think it's delicious. I tend to swing by their tasting room on a pretty regular basis and stock up on that. I really do enjoy it. It's the 2018, I think, that we, yeah, it's what I have. I have the 2018. I think, I don't know if the 19. I got the 2019. Yeah, I have the 2018 at my house. I'm special. <laughs> they just released that, that 2019. I, and yeah. that's what I did a review. I reviewed this and about eight other of our Wine Road members' rosé. It's a cute little post. I give little food pairings. You know what goes great with rosé? What? Pokey. Oh, yeah. Tuna pokey. Yeah. Spicy, um, any kind of, like, fish, but, like, that's marinated ginger kind of mm -hmm. stuff. It really brings it alive. And, um, you know, I kind of... Um, I don't want to say that word that means I'm obsessive compulsive, but I kind of am. <laughs> but on the other hand. <laughs> I taste through these wines uh, over like a week almost. And then yeah. I actually tried them with different foods. And during our little shelter in place, I just kept sending the Roger, I need like some tuna. I need some like a spicy poke bowl. And he goes, well, you know, where See are we going to get do. that? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like uh, it just in a glass on my back patio enjoying the flowers. <laughs> yes. yes, that too. Or like goat cheeses, yeah. you know, something a little savory mm -hmm. that's got a little um, bite to it. Mm -hmm. But it's hard not to pair rosé. It goes with everything. I think it does too. And it, and I don't think it, I don't see it as seasonal. I think that um, mm -hmm. I had rosé like with my Thanksgiving dinner. I think it's great all year long with different things. 
it's the most versatile thing to pair. Mm-hmm. And that's what I talk about. It's very versatile pairing. And uh, yeah, I drink it all year round. I think it's a great Thanksgiving wine. Yeah. You know, it's got those notes of cranberry mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. without having to, you know, eat something out of a can. <laughs> <laughs> but you can. <laughs> okay, so we had a good wine of the day. That's awesome. I'd be sitting, going, leaving here and uh, going directly into my backyard where everything is in bloom. And I must admit that is the bonus of being home is really being able to enjoy it. You know, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm spending a lot of time there. You have there. a beautiful garden. You you really are a gardener. Everything's really blooming. The roses are, oh, crazy town. It smells amazing when you go in my yard. I thought I would just talk about what is new and uh, everything that's new is, you know, virtual. <laughs> so what's new is um, some things that we've changed on our website. Uh, we want people to be able to still stay really connected with our wineries and, and make connections with winemakers and meet people that they maybe, you know, don't know. If you come to Sonoma County, you might go to the same wineries over and over. So right now, if you go on to the website, right on the home page. There's a little uh, link that says happening now. And we've divided it up into four sections that are searchable. The first one is virtual tastings and wineries. Oh my gosh. I mean, just right out of the gate when they realized, you know, this is the way it is for the time being, people can't come. They stepped up, figured out the technology and um, it's not something that they would normally be doing. It wouldn't normally be in their wheelhouse. So they've set up, um, you know, lots of Facebook lives and they're doing tastings and they're doing a really good job of scheduling it that it's every Tuesday at four o'clock or every Thursday at four o'clock. And they tell you ahead of time what wines are going to be pouring. So you might want to order those wines ahead of time to have them so you can taste along with the winemaker or you can just tune in and let them talk about the wines and then see if there's some of those that you're interested in ordering. So you can search by the virtual tastings. You can search by wine specials because, um, Wineries definitely, whether customers are coming in the door or not, really need to move wine. So they're offering some great deals. Yeah. And then there's shipping specials. Uh, we have yes. wineries that still, um, through the month of May, are going to continue the Sip Sonoma program, where it's five dollars for the shipping fee to ship a case of wine. Other wineries are um, doing local deliveries. If you happen to live in Sonoma County. Uh, we have what we're calling our car hop wine shop, and we have a link to that. And uh, I think there's 50 or 60 wineries now that uh, you can pull up and just pick up, you know, order ahead of time, pick up your wine at the curb or have it delivered. A lot of the wineries are delivering locally. And then the final little search that I'm uh, excited about is called uh, Something Different. So it's not just wine tasting. It's not virtual tastings or, you know, deals on wine. It's just something different. And we have some wineries that are doing some super cool cooking demonstrations and cooking classes. A lot of these wineries do have chefs that normally work full time for them. They are used to having customers and doing food and wine pairings and doing, you know, nice, um, you know, small events, wine-centric and food-centric events. And so um, uh, it's cooking classes, it's uh, how-to videos, you know, how to savor a bottle, how to... There's a lot of different interesting things. So that's kind of fun. So that's what's happening on the website. That's what's new. And um, it's a good way for you to stay connected. Um, We did just release 
actually it'll go out today in our little um, newsletter. The super fun video that uh, Marcy had a lot to do with because it was one of those funny brainstorming ideas on uh, we didn't know how to call curbside pickup because to me I said well gosh curbside sounds like you know you're just pulling up at Walmart and getting some stuff you know you're pulling up at these wineries and getting your wine and it's still vineyard views it's still beautiful so we wanted to come up with different names so I have to say Marcy came up with I don't know 100 different names in about 15 <laughs> minutes <laughs> the ideas just flow from Marcy and then uh, we work with uh, Rebecca Jamalis is another person who we work with. Um, Rebecca's like, well, gosh, why pick one of these? Why not just try to incorporate all of these names? And let's just kind of go with Paul Simon's 50 ways to leave your lover. Let's have 50 ways to get your wine. And honest to God, I think that we were, you know, I think there was maybe some day drinking involved because <laughs> we took that idea and we ran with it. And within a week, we uh, created this really fun video. So uh, the link to that went out today. People can check out 50 ways to get your wine. So that's really what's been keeping us busy here. That's that's kind of about it for the wine road. Uh, we may check in, with, uh, check in with Carissa. Yes, let's hear some news you can use from Carissa Cruz of the Sonoma County Wine Growers. An important part of our Sonoma County Wine Growers sustainability efforts are how our farmers engage and give back to the local community. And they do so in an incredible way. So let me share some fun facts. 93% of our farmers in Sonoma County actually donate their personal time and resources to support organizations in our local community. In fact, between their personal donations and their business donations, they give back over $27 million to organizations in Sonoma County each year. That is a big deal. In addition, now add up this in terms of hours, they collectively donate almost 13,000 hours of their time to local community organizations that make Sonoma County such a special place to live and work. So thank you to our local farmers for making Sonoma County such a wonderful place and for all they do to give back and support our local community. So that's awesome. It's always fun to hear what's going on with the wine growers and what's happening. I think people are always interested to know, you know, uh, they might not be here, but things don't stop in the vineyards. You know, whatever's happening, it's, it's still... No, um, can't stop things can't from stop growing. Things from growing. Things are still happening. So after that, what do you got going, Mars? Have you read any new books? I, I think everybody's reading a lot of books, so maybe you have some. Been reading, you know, what's hard for me is I don't like reading on the screen oh, on like my Kindle, Kindle or whatever. Or I, I really like a physical book, but I ran out of those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I am reading a lot on screen, and it's hard. I just, you know, it's not as good. But I've actually read a couple of good wine books, and in one book I wanted to tell everyone about today is actually a book I got for Christmas. And it is called da, 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 da. Right here, The <laughs> World <cow>. Atlas of Wine. <laughs> this is the eighth edition, and it's Hugh Johnson and Jancis Robinson. Oh, now, this is yeah. a very famous tome. It's yeah. literally maps, almanac, but it is like, I'm, I'm showing this to Beth on Zoom, like like everyone, I feel like Miss Romper Room. <laughs> yeah, could you read that to me? You. <laughs> But it's a spectacular, I mean, this is a scholarly book, but 
if you love maps and you love wine, you could spend a year of this book. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just um, beautifully done. It's all updated. And it's probably the, one of the most authoritative texts, almanacs, truly, mm -hmm. of wine and regions. And just gives you this great understanding of just being able to see a map. Maps are just so cool. Great, you know, really divides California into the north, the central, and the southern regions. Mm -hmm very in-depth and I you know it's kind of a pricey book but it's well worth it if you're very interested in learning something about the place and this atlas is beautiful yeah that's the reference book that you're going to have on your shelf and go back to throughout the year or years actually yeah look at that yeah if only I everyone use it all could. the time yeah. when I was writing the rosé thing I was reading about Provençal rosé mm -hmm. And then looking at the different regions and how it compared to California climate, um, you know, because I do weird stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Back to that compulsive. Yeah, nope, no problem. <laughs> um, very high quality cartography and the World Atlas of Wine, 8th edition, brand new. Well, it was new when I got it for Christmas. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Great. So really we'll put beautiful. the links to all of that and... Uh, the yeah. information in our show. I like a nice reference. I have a lot of reference books on wine. You know, these aren't, these are kind of books you really just dip in and out as. Yeah, you don't read to. cover to cover. You use yeah. it as a reference. I couldn't read that in bed. I, I dropped yeah. it. I knocked myself yeah, that'd out. that'd be it. <laughs>
our wine road office has actually been closed since about March 15th. So I'm hoping that we can kind of be back on track by around the 1st of June. Might be kind yeah. of part-time and, and, but, uh, you know, we'll see. It's yeah. uh, slow and go, but, you know, I'm excited about the things that we have been able to keep going. I'm thrilled to see the wineries that are stepping up and doing their virtual tastings. I think that's exciting. Um, yeah, so I've dialed into quite a few on Zoom. I've done a few virtual tastings. At first I thought, mm, and but then it was so much fun. Yeah. And to talk to the winemaker and to be able to sip the wine and it's super casual. That's what I think is very nice relaxing. about it. Because I think that a lot of people, I think it's really an opportunity to um, to make a great connection with some of these winemakers. And it is casual. I mean, they're they're in this with you and right. you know they're not leaving anywhere either so they're also equally excited to connect with you know five or ten or fifteen people however many tune in and do the tasting with them so yeah i think it's a super fun thing it's exciting to see how many wineries are doing it and how many are, are trying to tweak it and fine-tune it and you know make a better connection so it's cool i think that's it so i think this is i think we're wrapping up uh, episode 106 and um so we'll put it all in the show notes, we'll, and we hope to be able to bring you more podcasts soon. Yeah, actually, I've talked with um, a couple other winemakers, and you know they've all agreed that they'd be happy to do it with us and just do the Zoom and kind of make it happen. So we're hoping we to post a new episode every week, so every Thursday. Yeah. That's the plan. And we'll see. You know, bear with us on how it sounds, but this is as good as it gets right now. <laughs> it's fun. I'm excited. Thank all right. you for listening. Well, talk to you soon.